told it long before. Then the angel said it once again. There will be a child born who will save the longing hearts of men. He will have a holy name, for he is Jehovah's only son, the righteous one. Call him Jesus, Savior, Prince of Peace. Call him Jesus. He will come to set his people free. Call him Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. Call him Jesus, Jesus Christ, the King. Call him Jesus. Jesus, oh, what a wonderful child. I wonder this morning if you get that. Just how wonderful all this is. Just how wonderful was that child whose birth we celebrate at Christmas. I know Christmas means a lot of things to a lot of people. For some, it's all about trees and trappings and trimmings. For some, it's boxes and bows. And for still others, it's all about gifts and glitter. Most of us treasure the family interactions we have at this time of year, the mealtime, the gathering time. We love the festivals, the lights, the pageantry that surrounds the day. It seems like no matter who you are and where you're from and what's your culture, there's something about Christmas that we all like. We love Christmas. But sadly, for many, there's no real understanding of what it's all about. I just read a survey this past week. I believe it was a Pew survey. Uh, that uh, was was uh, surveying people's opinions and understanding of Christmas. And for the first time in known history in America, in our culture, the majority of people did not believe Christmas has any religious significance whatsoever. How can that be? How can that be? Most of us remember the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Everybody remember the Charlie Brown Christmas special? And see, I don't have cable TV anymore, so I, I don't know if they still show that. Do they still show it every year? I remember a few things about it. It was one of my favorites. I should get it on DVD or something so I can watch it again. I, of course, remember Schroeder's great piano song. That was a classic, which we still hear that every year played on the radio. And I remember Charlie Brown's exasperated cry. I can still see his round head with his great huge mouth hanging open saying, Doesn't anybody know? What Christmas is all about. And then Linus's wonderful, wonderful uh, reading of Luke chapter 2. Telling about the birth of the Savior. And then looking at Charlie Brown and saying, that's what Christmas is all about. Charlie Brown. I wonder if we get that. What Christmas is all about. And just how wonderful it is. Just how wonderful was the child whose birth we celebrate at Christmas. And how important Yea, vital that birth was for you. Every one of you. You get it? You see, the prophet Isaiah did say, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. His name shall be called Wonderful. We sang it today. And Jesus was and is Wonderful. Not before or since or ever will there ever be anyone as wonderful as he. Think about some of the ways he was and is wonderful. He was wonderful in his birth. And certainly nobody knew that more than Mary. You know, we know the Bible teaches that Jesus was born of a virgin. There's only one person who was alive at that time who knew whether or not that was really true. And that was Mary. And you can hear her shock. You can hear her dismay when the angel says to her that you're going to have a child. And she knows how things work. And she knows that that's just simply not possible. 
She said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who was born will be called the Son of God. His conception and his birth were wonderful. It was a miracle of God. And the events that surrounded his birth were equally wonderful. Who else had a birth announced by a star blazing across the heavens? Who else in all of history? Who else was born into the soft sounds and warmth of a stable? Who else had not nurses and doctors and midwives gathered around him, but shepherds and cattle and donkeys and sheep? And those shepherds who attended the event and they saw the birth of that baby, they perceived how wonderful it was. And they proclaimed it far and wide. And the Bible says all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. His birth was wonderful. And he was wonderful also in his ministry and in his life. It only lasted 33 years, but no life has ever affected more people than did the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. Nobody influenced more through his words and actions than did Jesus. No one is quoted more than Jesus. No one has more stories told of their accomplishments than Jesus. There is no one who comes even a a, a distant second to Jesus concerning the volume of words and books that have been written about him. Nobody has more songs sung about him than Jesus, or movies or plays performed about him than Jesus. Nobody has more schools and colleges dedicated to them than does Jesus. His life was wonderful. And here we are 2,000 plus years later, and we're still singing about it, and we're still celebrating his wonderful life. Do you know anybody today who is suffering from a disease that even in, in spite of all of our great advances in medical science, they're suffering from something that is to to the best of our knowledge incurable. You know anybody like that? Or maybe you're going through something like that without hope and incurable. Jesus never knew anybody like that. Jesus could and did cure every disease and malady brought before him. He made people who were blind to see, people who were lame. He made them to walk. He cured deafness. He took bodies destroyed and disfigured by leprosy and made them like a newborn baby's body all over again. He never met a hurt. He couldn't soothe a disease. He couldn't heal or a brokenness. He could not fix. He even raised the dead. Even the four days stinking with decay, dead. His life was wonderful. Wonderful in his birth, wonderful in his life. He was wonderful in his purpose and in his death. I know we're in Christmas mode here, thinking about the birth of the Savior, but Jesus' mind never strayed far from the reason for that birth. The angel had foretold it. The angel had said he will save his people from their sins. And he himself proclaimed that he had come to seek and to save that which was lost. His was a birth with a purpose. And that purpose was to die. Paul described it. He described his purpose, his reason for coming. And in his letter to the Romans, he said, When we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. In Romans 5.8, he said, God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And even more personally, Paul would write uh, in his letter to his friend Timothy, he said, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. He was born to die. Paul knew he had been born to die for him. His birth was a birth with a purpose to die to forgive your sins, to die for you, to die in your place, to die so that you could live forever. 
And he was wonderfully single-minded, laser beam focused on that purpose and on the cross. I doubt there were many moments in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ when he was not thinking about that. Wonderful in his birth, wonderful in his life, wonderful in his death. Of course, he was wonderful in his resurrection. Yeah, he lived and he died. But as the gospel song says, that was only the end of the beginning. For three days later, three days later, three days later, he rose. I don't know who you think wonderful in this world today. We all have our heroes. We all have those people that we look up to. But I guarantee you that nobody you might seek to emulate or look up to or adore or worship or follow can claim what our wonderful Jesus did by that resurrection. Every powerful figure who has ever lived has died. Every other founder of every other religion who has ever lived has died. And oh, by the way, they stayed dead. Jesus did not. Every brilliant mind, every brilliant soul, every generous and kind and to our minds wonderful person has died. There's only one. Death comes to all, says the Bible, but there's only one. Only this wonderful Jesus could stand up to death and walk away alive. Wonderful in his birth, wonderful in his life, wonderful in his death, astoundingly wonderful in his resurrection. But you know what? It doesn't even end there. Jesus is wonderful in what he's doing right now. Jesus is wonderful in his current ministry for you and for me. He was born to a virgin, lived a sinless life, died to pay for your sins and mine, rose from the dead to prove to who he is and to show you he can give you eternal life. And then he went back to heaven from whence he came. Is that the end of the story? No, not even close. For he continues to work on your behalf. The Bible says that right now, even as we speak these words, Jesus is doing something. He's praying for you. He's praying for you, even as we speak these words. Maybe you've never turned your life over to him, and and right now you're wondering about all these things, and you're thinking this is just a, a fairy tale, but you know right now Jesus is praying for you to turn to him and be saved. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 25 that he ever lives to make intercession for you and for me. For many people, Christmas is a lonely time. Maybe you're one of those. Maybe you've suffered a loss. Maybe there's a memory or something that makes Christmas a lonely time. You may be in a place where you wonder if there's anybody who cares about you, who loves you enough to have you on their personal and daily prayer list. You may wonder if there's anybody who really prays for you. Is there even one soul who would shed a tear for you? Wonderful Jesus does. He prays for you, wonderful in his birth, in his life, in his death, in his resurrection, in his praying for us. And, oh, he will be wonderful in his promised soon return. My time is growing short, so I'm not going to spend much time on this thought. But here's the the reality. Everything Jesus ever promised came true. Everything he ever said he would do, he did. And he promised to come again. And he will. And time grows short for that, too. One day, any minute now, he will return to gather together all who have believed in him, to take them to be with him forever. There could be no more wonderful day uh, toward which we look forward. If you're saved, there's a wonderful, wonderful day coming. But it's a big if. If you're saved, wonderful in birth, wonderful in life, wonderful in death, wonderful in resurrection, wonderful in intercession, wonderful in coming again. We could go on and on because it doesn't even end there. 
We go on and on talking about this wonderful child. He was wonderful in his words. The, the Bible says, Never man spake like this man. He was and is wonderful in his love. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. He has loved you with an everlasting love, the Bible says. He, he was and is wonderful in his forgiveness. And I guess I'll end with that one because that's maybe the most, maybe one of the most important ones to us. He's willing to forgive your sins. All of them. No matter what they are. Forever. What could be more wonderful than that? I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sins no more. What could be more wonderful than that? Maybe you're saying, you don't know what I've done, Pastor. You don't know the life I've lived. My soul is black. Surely beyond redemption, you don't know. And you're right, I don't. And I don't want to. But Jesus does. And his wonderful mercy and grace is enough to cover it. He says, come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Yes, the prophets told it long before. Then the angel said it once again, there will be a child born who will save the longing hearts of men. He will have a holy name for he is Jehovah's only son, the righteous one. Call him wonderful. Call him Jesus. Oh, what a wonderful child. The majority of our culture may no longer believe that. But I do. And most of the people in this room do. Do you?